Welcome to the teaching ministry of Bishop Daniel Harley, the resident pastor of Christ Our Hope Cathedral, Kudumansville, and overseer of the KZN Council of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley is a son of Bishop Dag Hewitt Miller, the founder and bishop of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley has a strong passion for missions and evangelism and has preached the gospel over many years. Join us now for a life-changing experience. Father, thanks a million for this blessed opportunity to be together. We humble ourselves before you. We say, speak to us in a way that will understand. Mighty Holy Spirit, open the eyes of our understanding to behold wondrous things from your word. To you be glory and praise forever and ever. Amen. Wonderful. You may be seated. It's good to see everybody. Okay. I think everybody is excited to see me apart from Jody. Yeah, I can, I can feel the vibe. All right. Powerful. Can you take all the Jody out of the sound? Okay. Amen. Yeah. It's much it's getting there. Good. What a blessing to be together again. And um, last Tuesday, I didn't get the privilege to be here with you. Um, I missed you too. And I hear you talked about anti-British, why we must pray. Is that not so? Yeah. So it, it's, it's good. We are still on... Shepherd, this one you can just shorten it to SSMG. That is shabby shepherding must go. Do you get it? So that, that's, if somebody should ask you what is our training um, system, SSMG, shabby shepherding must go. Do you get it? And I've taken you through all of it. And now we are going to look at a couple of them. Okay? So we are zooming into it. Amen. Powerful. So, Genesis chapter 14, verse 14. The Bible says, And when Abraham heard that his brother was taken captive, he armed his trained servants, born in his own house, 318, and pursued them unto Dan. Hallelujah. So, Bible says that when Abraham heard that there was a problem, he armed his servants and they chased the people all the way to Dan. I don't know where Dan is. Maybe it's after Nordale, but they chased the people there. Do you, do you get it? But before they could chase them, they armed themselves. Do you see? So this, our Tuesday services, our, uh, our servants armed and trained services. Okay? Do you see? The Bible says he armed his trained servant. No, he just didn't give arms to anybody. He just looked for all the women, gave them um, grenades, and looked for all the men, and gave them guns. No. If you are not trained, if you have a gun, the gun, your gun can kill you. Do you see it? So he, he, they trained them. So our Tuesday services are geared towards trainings. Amen. Training and arming ourselves. Amen. Because without training and arming ourselves, many of us will go into captivity. Different types of captivity. Financial captivity. If you are not training how to use your money, you will go into captivity. One of the reasons why the ministry has not blossomed in South Africa is because of people going into financial captivity. So they are locked. They can't do anything. People earn a lot of money, but they can't do anything. Because before they even start life, they're already in financial captivity. Sometimes emotional captivity. Do you see it? I mean, you fell in love too young. Exposed to something that you thought was love too young. You were just a baby, 14, 13, 
You don't know anything. You are falling in love. So emotionally, you are a wreck. You are a train smash. So even when a good brother is coming, you are so emotionally damaged or trapped. So you can't even... I mean, on, 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 like generally speaking, I am I, yet to find a can be alone without a guy. That's where I am. You see, your heart is broken on Friday, Saturday, you are in the next relationship. I mean, your heart was broken on Friday. Saturday, you're already in a, you're already in a four-month relationship. On the next day, <laughs> you're already in a four-month relationship. <laughs> we can't even understand. Yeah. You so when did you guys break up last week? And who is this one? Oh, it's my beloved. How long have you been beloved? Three months. You can't even understand. <laughs> you, 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 you get what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Even some of you are in relationships with people who are not in a relationship with you. They are not in a relationship with you. Yeah, it's like you are in a relationship with him, but he's not in a relationship with you. Like he does relationship things with you, but he's not in a relationship with you. So emotional captivity. Some, 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 if, if, if we don't train, arm and train our people, some will get into spiritual captivity and bondages. Yeah. Some of the things have been done with us. All kinds of things have been done. So as you are around, you are, you are in the church lifting your hand and worshiping, but you are a mamlamo somewhere. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean... Christmas, as you are going home, you are going to do something. And they are going to put something somewhere. Do you see? So when you come back and then that where is always calling for something, you don't understand. It's because of what has been put there. Do, do you get it? So you're, you're almost like uh, end of year, you become a witch in your village. Then you come to, it's like that. Then when you come back, you say you are a worshiper. My worship is my weapon. This is how I win my back. But when you go home for this Christmas, you go and be a Sangoma assistant. Like, not the real Sangoma, but you assist the Sangoma. I mean, you assist the, the village Sangoma in performing rituals. Do you see it? So when they are, he collects the, the, the chickens, you swallow the eggs. On, I mean, all kinds of things. Okay. In ourselves, so that we are delivered from captivity. Amen. Captivity. I don't want to talk about more captivity. Or the message will become about captivity. So, what are we intending to arm ourselves with? We are intending to arm ourselves with the word of God. Amen. Amen. Arm ourselves with the word of God. Um, the, a Christian must be armed with the word of God. The Bible says in Ephesians 6, 17, And taking the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Hallelujah. What is the sword of the spirit? The word of God. When, when, you're, when we say somebody's arm, he's, he's, he has a sword in the spirit, we, we are saying that he has the word of God. That's what you fight with. Hallelujah. The word of God is quick and powerful. Sharper than any two-edged sword. That's, as a Christian, that's what you must be armed with. So we are running out by these services. We are running out Christians and shepherds and leaders who don't know the word of God. We are chasing you out of the church. Yeah. 
You cannot go around saying that you are a Basenta leader, you are a Christian leader when you don't know the word of God. When you are not armed with the word of God, then what are you going to shepherd with? Instead of creating Christians, you create a Christian relationship that shepherdship or something, pastor church, you create another type of relationship. Yeah. So some of you who claim you are shepherding, you are actually with, and you are shepherding without the word of God. You are creating a baby mama. You are creating your, your baby mama five years from today. That's what you are creating. Yeah. That's what you are creating. You, just, you are just using quotes from Lee Kuan Yu, um, Khalil Gebran, Shaka Zulu, Nelson Mandela. Basically, what you are creating is you are creating the one who's going to fornicate with you three years' time. That's what you are creating. Because you are fighting with a weapon that cannot be fought. It's not good enough to use to fight. So it's a nice relationship. It's a nice friendship. It's a nice whatever you call it. But it's not, it's not being built on the word of God. It's, like, it's not the word of God you are using to grow and build a person. You are just growing and adding quality to the person who will lead you into arm robbery very soon. That's why we must be armed with the word of God. You are just developing a relationship with somebody who's going to lead you into disloyalty very soon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Why is the church so quiet? It's key December, boss. So, First Samuel chapter 3, verse 1, the Bible says that and the child Samuel ministered unto the Lord before Eli. And the word of the Lord was precious in those days. In those days, there was no open vision. Hallelujah. Here, the Bible says that in those days, the word of the Lord was scarce. The word precious there is not precious, good precious, like nice. No, it means rare. It was, it was hard to come by. And in addition to it, there was no open, people were not having visions to even know what God is saying. And when the church is in that state, the church is in a dangerous state. This is where God replaced the pastor that was there. I don't want God to replace me by creating a wordless church. Today's Christians are into dancing with the word of God. I don't want the word of God to be rare in the church. I want to smell the word of God when I'm around you. Hear the word of God when I chat with you. Hear you talking about a scripture. You never, some of you have the most boring conversation because there's no word in you. You never even say, I mean, I'm waiting for the day you can say, Bishop, I'm reading this scripture. You talk about Cristiano Ronaldo. Of course you must talk about Cristiano Ronaldo, but is that all you talk about? Is that all makeup, baby shark? Is that all you talk about with Prissy? then you are a danger to Prissy. We have to separate her from you and quarantine you from her. No, seriously. Oh, you can wear jeans and your leg will live. We, we do that, but where is the word of God? At what time do you sit there and say, little girl, look, John chapter 3 verse 16, this is what it says. Do you know it? Do you understand it? At what point and how often? Hello? You are all asking, what did we do today? Eh? <laughs> Shepherd arm. And we are being armed and trained. So where there is no word of God, there's barrenness. There's barrenness. Wordlessness leads to barrenness. Because the Bible says that, Bible says in Luke 8, 11, that the word is the seed. So, if you, are, you don't have the word and you are sowing, then you are sowing nothing. So, you have nothing. You sow the wind, you have nothing. But if you keep sowing the word, then the harvest will be fruitful. Will be fruitful. But where there's the word, you see things begin to grow. Acts chapter 6, I think, verse 7, the Bible says, And the word of God multiply, and the number of disciples and the word of God increased and the number of disciples multiplied greatly in Jerusalem 
and a great company of priests were obedient to their faith. When the word of God increases, more people, more people will be obedient to the call of God. More people. They, it's like it will just lead to explosive growth. It will just lead the word of God, the word of God, word, word, to just lead to growth. Justice. It's not enough to have six pack and have two extra. It's like spare tires, extra. That have the word of God. Have the word of God. Have the word of God. Let somebody come around you and find comfort in the word of God. Because once the word of God increases in you, the shepherds will increase. The ashes will increase. More people will just, people will suddenly, he said, people became obedient. People will suddenly become spiritual when the word of God increases. But no word, all is makeup. Sometimes even surprises all is makeup. In person, you are against looking nice. You are joking. You are joking. You are joking. We don't do anything that doesn't look nice. No, 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 no. We actually make sure that it's looking nice. Do you think I could have held a mic like this? There's a reason why I'm holding it like this. Why do you think I'm holding it like this? I could have held it like As I'm talking, can't you hear me? There's a reason why I'm holding it like, like this. It's a swagger. You don't know. <laughs> when I first came here, I used to hold the mic like that. Throughout all my ministry, Hold the mic like that until devils rose up and started to fight me in the church. Then I decided I'll hold it like a weapon so that if you fight, I can hit you with it. This style is for is to defend myself against devils in the church. Do, do you remember? If you like go and look at all the old pictures, I, that's how I hold the microphone. But when devils, demon possessed church members started coming around and started causing, I decided, no, I have to hold it like a weapon. So I hold it like this. If it's in my right, I'm holding it like this. In my leg there. So that as soon as I see a human devil trying to, I receive it. Now, God rejects shepherds who don't have the word of God. Hosea 4 verse 6. God rejects. If you're a shepherd that you are not into the word of God, you don't. This is all by way of introduction. I'm coming to talk to you about eight things you must know about laboring for the word of God. Now before I'm coming. But God rejects people who don't, are not into the word. They are not interested in the word of God. And no, God rejects. He says, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. They don't know anything. They, they are just buffoons. They don't know anything. Meanwhile, they are moving around saying they are Christians. They are pastors. They are leaders. They are shepherds in the house of the Lord. But they don't know NATO. Do you know NATO? They don't know NATO. Nothing. They know nothing. So he says, they are destroyed. Their destruction is because they don't know the word of God. They don't have knowledge. Because thou hast rejected knowledge. Because you have not given yourself. You see, when you don't give yourself to knowing the word of God, having the opportunity that you have, having the books that you have, having the preaching that, having the podcast, having the market, having all the things, all the forms of the word of God that we have. If you don't give yourself to it, it means you have rejected it. He said, I don't want it. Take it away. I don't want it. Give me Amakunya. I prefer Amakunya. I don't want the word of God. He said, because you have, I will also reject you. I will also reject you. When you can't throw you out, I don't want you. Take her away from me. Take her to Amakunya. That's what she wants. So may God know. How do we make sure that God doesn't reject us for lack of knowledge? By laboring in the word of God. First Timothy chapter 5 verse 17. Let the elders that rule well rule well be counted worthy of Double honor. So it says the shepherds, the basenta leaders, the, the, the people who are serious in the of 
trouble and have a lot of respect for them. Don't only honor them, but honor them twice. Have a lot of respect for them. So tonight, I have a lot of respect for you because you have come out that you are, we want to be leaders. We want to do something for the Lord. That's why I'm preaching this to you. Sunday, when I come on Sunday, I preach a nice person. Receive it, receive it. Lay my hands on you, slay you like 17 times. Oh, yeah, yeah. But Tuesday are for people who have given themselves for the work of the ministry, for what we are doing. To be said, they, they are elders. Elders. But especially Ed and in doctrine. Those who labor in the world, they are more special. They, they, they are the highest people. Those who labor. Those who give themselves to the word of God. Though you are giving the shepherds honor, uh, um, you are letting them sit in the front, you are treating them. Treat even those who are give attention to the word of God even more, with more, more honor. So it says, treat these people with more honor, but treat those who labor in the word with much more honor. Because double, double honor is much honor. Especially means they are different from those who don't labor in the word are different from the first group. And you add extra, so much more honor. Do you understand the English? Yeah, or the Zulu. Yeah, extra. May you become somebody who labors in the word of God. Who labors, who fights, who works hard to know the word of God. Eight things you must know about laboring in the word. Now let's roll. Laboring in the word is the highest level of ministry. Lab, laboring in the word of God is the highest level of ministry. Highest. Amen. Psalm 138 verse 1 and 2. I will praise thee with my whole heart. Before the gods will I sing praises unto you. I will worship towards thy holy temple and praise thy name for thy loving kindness and for thy truth. For thou hast magnified thy word above thy name. He says, why would I do all these things? Because you have magnified, too slow, Kobe. You have magnified, Psalm 138. You have magnified your word above your name. Psalm 138 verse 2. Psalm 138, next to 137. You have magnified your word. How many of you? Look, Bible, when it talks about Jesus, God, there wherefore God has given a name that is above all names, that at the mention of the name Jesus, every knee should bow, every tongue should confess of things on, in heaven, things and that. Do you, do, you, do you remember that day when all those things happened? That when you mention Jesus, things bow, things, all this. Then here, the Bible is telling that. Look, in spite of that, God has elevated his word above his own name. He has elevated his word, word above even his name, Jehovah. Yeah. So, if you don't magnify God's word, you just put it in all his rubbish. It's like a woman. You don't have your quiet time. A Christian, you can't be a leader in the church. You don't have your quiet time every day. You don't read your Bible every day. So what are you equipping yourself with? News on SABC and radio? What blade is the man they said? COVID starts. That's what you are, 203. When God, he has elevated, he has given more respect to his word. Than even his name, Jehovah. I mean, think if I say Jesus Christ, think of Jehovah, the name Jehovah, which is the name of God. God has magnified his word more than it. He has magnified means he has made it, it greater. Than, for thou hast magnified, Psalm 138, verse, verse 2, for thou hast magnified thy word above. It's time for you to magnify the word of God. 
I know you are very quiet because it's the last thing you want to do. Or it's the, la- it's the thing you don't do. Today, I just, it's like I did a shibobo. You were not expecting it. Shibobo, I thought he was coming to talk about something. He has done us a shibobo. Christians, they don't pray. How can it be? That in the church of God, this is not a mox, this is not a school, this is not a soccer club, it's a church, Christian organization. We don't pray. How can that be? When that is the main thing we have to be doing. Some of you, the last time you saw the Bible was the last time you came to church. It was a month ago. Or three weeks ago. Or two weeks ago, not even on your phone. You don't even know where the Bible is on your phone. You saw it on the church screen. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Number two. I said we are going to eat. <laughs> SSMG. We are arming ourselves. Look, by the time we finish, next year by this time, you'll be armed to the teeth. Armed. When you hit your chest, a scripture will come. When you are even making jokes, a scripture is a scripture joke. Yeah. The same way we learned last week that we are going to pray, that's the same way we are learning that we are going to read the Bible. Yeah, magnify it. It must be great to you. The word of God. You are reading soccer. Soccer, you read soccer. Then you are going. But to take a scripture in the Bible and read it, never. The last time you opened a scripture yourself in the Bible to read it was when Nelson Mandela came out of prison. Since then up to today, nothing. Lindo, it's time to be a, I mean, word base. It's like you are word base. You are solid in the word of God. Yeah, instead of walking around being solid in other things. Wigs, shoes, makeups, condoms. That's what you are solid in. Condoms. <laughs> a certain brother. <laughs> I won't tell you again. I won't tell you again. <laughs> they say I shouldn't tell you. <laughs> he got into a, he got a beloved. And he started to stock up on condoms. Christian brother, stock up on condoms. 37 of them. Ah! Instead of stocking up on the word of God, Blantina, you are stocking up on condoms. You are arming yourself because HIV is around. Don't you know that the devil and captivity is around? Number two. Number two. Number two. Kabashataya. Laboring in the word. Laboring in the word is the only known way of giving birth to spiritual children. Pastor Spar, this is the answer to the question you asked me on Sunday. Yeah. Laboring in the word is the only known way of giving birth to spiritual children. 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 14. I write not these things to shame you. I'm not preaching this to shame you. I write not these things to shame you. But as, as my beloved sons, I warn you. For though you have 10,000 instructors in Christ, ye have not many fathers. For in Christ have I begotten you through Isidingo. In Christ have I given birth to you through Jikamajiga. In Christ have I given birth to you through Kumbulekaya. But in Christ have I given birth to you through the gospel. The gospel is the word of God. Through the gospel. 
I give birth to you through the word of God. Not Izo Izo. Ola seven. No. Through the, through, the, through, the, through, the God, through the word of God. The more you teach somebody the word of God, the more the person develops, the more the person becomes spiritual. There's no other way. You can't use any other technique. Yeah, let's go and watch soccer. Many of you have, don't have members, pastors, center leaders. You don't have real members because instead of raising them on the word of God, you are raising them on favors you do for them. Yeah. You pay their school fees. You take them to here. You buy groceries. You buy. Yes, they'll be nice till your money is finished. Yeah, till the day they need and you don't have. Then that day they'll tell you that you have neglected us. Yeah. Yeah. Now, all those things, there's nothing wrong. There are things I do. Of course, after church, don't come and ask me for anything. Today, I don't have any money. Look, if you don't believe, look. No, please, no, 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 no. So that you don't say that you asked me, I didn't give you. I want you to know. I don't have anything. Just so you know. Now it's like if you like, it's like something I don't want to see. It's like a sport something. I'm glad we are not on video today. <laughs> yeah, I don't. But teach them the word of God. Sit down with them and teach them. Teach them the, from the Bible. Teach them. <sighs> and everybody, there's nobody bigger than the word of God. Yeah, we taught Pastor Tyler how to open the Bible. He didn't know how to open the Bible. Yeah, we sat with him in my green car. We said, what is the Bible? This is a Bible. Now, this is how to open it. Genesis. This. Then we even came up with Genesis, then Exodus, like that. Then you know, from here you go how to find scriptures. Before even we have to now say, this verse says this. Today, if he's a pastor, it's not magic. It's not magic. It's not by buying him food to eat. Although we bought food also for him to eat because he eats. No, I don't mean he eats a lot. He eats like everybody eats. Why are you, why are you skewed to the other side? Come back from where you are. There's a wolf there. You teach them John 3.16. Don't assume that they know. Because they don't know. Because you also don't know. Or you, there was a point you did not know. So they do not know. If you don't teach them, they will not know it. And until you teach them the word of God, you won't birth them. You won't make them spiritual. To birth, say, to birth them is to make them spiritual. That's why you have a large group, 13 people. But if we are looking for real people in it, there are only two. There are some of your members, they won't cross this Christmas. What do I mean? By the time they go to the Christmas and come, they are, they are not Christians. Did you not have members last year who were with us the whole year? Only, only, look, if you take Cinderella, the faces we know are Cinderella. They are different from this year's Cinderella. Yeah, all that happened, had to happen was Christmas had to come. By the time they cross into the next year, they were um, Harry Christmas. Harry Christmas. That's why when I met you, I said, are you, do you read? What are you reading? Show me which word of God you are putting in you. It will reveal to me how long you will be around. But then no word. Oh, please. You are going to backslide easily. Without, you are going to go into captivity. Remind me if I get a chance to talk about the captivity properly. You are going to just go into captivity. That's why you say a little change in your circumstance. You can't be a Christian anymore. Yeah. A little change. A little emotional change. Your beloved said, mm, the relationship I don't think is working. No, then that's it. You are on it. You have to backslide for a long time. I mean, you have to backslide into three years ago. So we come and fetch you from there into this year. Yeah. Small exam you don't pass. No, you have to backslide into the 80s. 
No word. No word. No word. No word. Shepherds, it's time to arm ourselves with the word so that we can bet people into Christ. Into Christ. Number three. Number three. I wish I had a long time so I can take my time. Because I just have ten minutes left. And those who are not into the word of God are praying that I finish quickly. Uh, this nice girl, what's your name again? Lisa. Good, I like you. So like me also, okay. I like you so much. I saw you dancing. I didn't know it was you. It's now that I've realized that you were the one, you were the Lisa and you were the one dancing. <laughs> Usually I meet people, so I saw you. I was in church, you saw me. Oh, please. I'm, I'm busy with the word. <laughs> Laboring in the word begins with acquiring the word. Labor, if you are going to labor in the word, it starts with acquiring it. Acquiring it, which is getting it. Jeremiah 15, 16. Thy words were found and I did eat them. We, we, we can even leave the rest of the scripture. The, before he ate the word, he found the word. Before he could eat the word, he did what? He found them. Before you can labor in the word, you have to find it. You have to acquire it. You have to get a good Bible. How, how, where do you think the word is going to come from if you don't have a Bible? And for that matter, a good Bible. Stop. Where do you think the word is going to come from if you don't have a Bible? You have every app known to mankind on your phone, but you don't have a good Bible app. How are you going to know the word of God? How? How? You don't have the books. You are not busy. You are not bothered. Oh, Bishop will read the book to us when we come to church. You are not bothered about getting the book. How are you going to read it? How is it going to come into you? And I'm saying that, you see, not having the word of God in you, you are like an explosion that is going to happen. If it doesn't happen this year, it will happen next year. If it doesn't happen next year, too, but it will happen. Because the only thing that remains is the word of God. Jesus said, heaven and earth shall pass away, but my word shall not pass away. It's the word that, the word is like, like in a movie, the word is like the last killer. It never passes away. It's there to the end. So if you don't have the word of God in you, a little shaking and boom. So pastor, but there's nothing. And the Bible says when you say, when you say, when they, when they shall say peace and safety, suddenly there's destruction. Yeah. Lua, you must have it. You must have it. Fortunately for you, you are a pastor's child. So the materials are in your house. You, you must take advantage of it. Because the day we are sending you out of the house, we will send you out with the materials. <laughs> you are not going... I mean, I have a Macarius. That doesn't mean my children have a Macarius. They have to get to the point where they get their own Macarius. Because when they are going to university, they are not going with my Macarius. You're going, what am I going to use? Yeah. So it begins with acquiring it. Matthew 7, the Bible says, ask and you shall find, seek. Ask and you shall be given, seek, you shall find, knock, and it shall be open. This scripture describes to us the search to acquire the thing. It's like the, the move to acquire the thing to have it. They were found and I ate them. You don't have podcast. You are not planning to acquire podcast. How is the word going to come to you? How is it going to come to you? No podcast. You don't podcast. I podcast every single day. Every single day. I podcast. Yeah. I podcast. And I YouTube every single day. Not that I do one. I do both. Every single day. There's, there's something that when I'm doing, I podcast. Then there's something, there's a situation when I'm in, I YouTube. 
because that one I can watch. When I'm podcasting, it means I cannot engage my eyes. Every single day, even today. Even today. Every single day. You don't, you don't even have the podcast. Oh, sir. My phone has no space, but you have space for pornography. Hmm? Ethiopian pornography. Yeah, pornography with Queen of Sheba. You have space for it. No, this one is Ethiopian. Queen of Sheba. And Selassie I. <laughs> Do you know Selassie I? <laughs> yeah. Ile Selassie. Yeah. Yeah, Cuban pornography with Che Guevara. That's what you have. You have space for it. You and Che Guevara. <laughs> and Fidel Castro. <laughs> We say macare, you won't get macane. We say books, you get macane camps, you won't get macarios, you won't get books. Even we are selling single copies of books. We have reduced it to the barest minimum. You won't acquire one. You don't even have one. That is like I own one book. If we don't have at all in the church, we have 73 different titles in the church. You don't even have one. But you have the latest wig in town. You are just an explosion that is going to happen. It's just a delayed explosion, but it will come to pass. Yeah. And when it comes, it will come to pass very big. In a cataclysmic form. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's time to arm yourself. I wonder when you say you have sheep, I wonder what you talk to them about. Seeing that you are so wordless, I mean, you are so wordless, you are like a taxi driver. I mean, some taxi drivers even know more scriptures than you. No, some taxi drivers will surprise you. Today, I met a taxi driver. He used the word cosmetic. I was surprised. And he wasn't talking about makeup. No, no, no. He used the word cosmetic. Not cosmetics. He used the word. He said, oh, this it is, is, is just, it will just be cosmetic. Taxi driver. It will surprise you. Very one of these, you are going to sit in a taxi and the country will tell you that. For God sent not his son to destroy the world, but the world through him to be saved. John 3, 17. You will say, you? <laughs> number four laboring in the word of God maybe I can end here because my time is too hard. laboring in the word of God involves studying the Bible and reading books study to show thyself approved a workman that needed not to be ashamed rightly dividing the word of truth you see that I don't know where it is no word. No word. Because as soon as I started, you should know where it is. Because it's a common scripture. Say amen. Say another amen. amen. Always just playing FIFA around. When do you stop to study the word of God? So wordless, I mean, word free. I mean, you test um, <laughs> positive for wordlessness. It means you don't have any word. Asymptomatic, it means you have no symptoms. It means you have no word. As you are sitting there, wordless. If you won't study the Bible, if you won't read the Bible books, how would you get the word? How, how at all? I mean, I don't know. I believe it. I, 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 I watch, I see magic, but I don't believe in it. It doesn't work in this case. That by magic, you see, abracadabra, bim, la, la, bim, then boom, the word of God will come into you. When do you sit down that you are studying the word of God? 
When? When do you sit down there? You are reading books. When the Bible says study, Daniel 9 2, study to make that, <laughs> to show thyself approved. A workman that needed not to be achieved. Daniel 9 2 says, in the first year of the reign, I, Daniel, understood by what? Books. The number of years whereof the word of the Lord came unto Jeremiah the, the prophet that he would accomplish 70 years in desolation in Jerusalem. How did he know what was going to happen? By reading the book of Jeremiah. He read the book that Jeremiah wrote. Yeah, he read the book that Jeremiah. You see, if, if, if prophet was living in the time of these people, somebody would also read this book and say, read them. I understood by reading the book of Dagiwad. That's it. That's what you are seeing there. Jeremiah was one of the pastors, one of the prophets of that. And then he wrote a book. Then when Daniel came, he read what Jeremiah had written. Then he knew what was going to happen. Yeah. He read the book of the prophet Jeremiah. So somebody also writes. And I read the book of the prophet Dagiwad Mills. And I understood. And I understood. When do you read a book? You have not even read one of them. There's no book you have read. Then that means that of all these many books, oh, or even the small ones, this one is as small as a baby. I mean, precise size. Anakazu, you have not read it. Even there are two Anakazus. You have neither read this one, neither have you read this one. <laughs> It means an absence of word. Asymptomatic. Absence of symptoms. Absence of word. That type of shepherd must be driven out of the church. Yeah. Must be driven out of the church. It can't be. It's a danger for the sheep to be with you. A danger. Because it's a sheep. But I don't realize you have slept with the sheep. I mean, you are waking up from the sheep. You see, the way the service is said, you have to bring those who are going to be shepherds so that we let the sheep stay at home and watch online. <laughs> Number five, laboring in the word of God involves teaching people in a group. Involves teaching people in a group. Acts 20, 19 and 20, serving the Lord with all humility of mind and with many tears and temptations which befell me by the laying, way, laying in way, lying way of the Jews and how I held back nothing that was profitable unto you but showed you and have taught publicly from house to house. The word of God will not do much if you don't go around teaching it. I say it again. It will not do anything to you if you don't go around teaching it. If you don't teach it. When you teach something, you know it more. If you don't teach, you will not know. If you don't teach, you will not know it. You just forget it because you are not using it for anything. It's for teaching. Three, four people, you teach and listen. Um, we, we learned about um, important giving. And you share with them this, that, that, one scripture, two scriptures here. That's it. But if you don't share with anybody, you know nothing. You just forget it. You'll be excited about it for a little while, then it's gone because you use it for nothing. Don't you see that the food that you eat, the one that you don't use for anything comes out? That process of eating and letting go is, is a simple process of putting food in your system. Then your system takes what you need and then what you don't need, it discards it. So when you don't use it, it goes away. The way that you don't use, they go away. Amen. So teach somebody. You say you are a bacenta leader. Teach your people. 
Basenta leaders who don't teach will not allow them to be Basenta leaders anymore. 2021 is their last year. You are in your last show as a Basenta leader. You become a sheep and we teach you. I'm afraid, what if I make mistake? Come on, stop being lazy. Rise up. Stop the melodrama and rise up and do something. At this your age, this your age, you can go and sit in a place and drink and be drunk. Drink yourself drunk. You can't rise up and say, I'm teaching somebody something. Yes. Oh, yeah. I'm sure when I finish it, nobody will come and talk to you. That's interesting. <laughs> Kobe, as soon as we close, two Kobe's, we just hit the road, okay? <laughs> one here, one here, we just hit the road. <laughs> Number six, laboring in the word involves teaching individuals. Because I know you were saying in your head that, oh, but Bishop, as for me, I don't have people to teach. You start teaching a lot of people. Teach one person. As you are doing the person's hair, Connie, teach the person. Open the Bible and teach the person from the word of God. After all, the person is trapped. You see, that, that, that's the thing a lot of people don't know. The person who is doing the hair, he said he's trapped under the dryer. If it's going to be under the dryer for the next 30 minutes, you have the person for the next 30 minutes. If it's not listening, you increase the volume, the heat of the tea. It's, it's burning. Say, yes, you are not listening. That's how hell is. Then you know it. <laughs> yeah. He said, oh, Auntie Connie. Kushushu, say yes. Yeah, let it shushu you. That's how hell is. Yeah, chase her. Let it chase her you. In John chapter 4, Jesus taught the woman at the well. It was one woman, one Jesus. One woman, one Jesus. Verse 6. Jesus saw the woman and said, give me to drink. The woman said, ah, who are you? Ask me to give you to drink. And Jesus, they had a conversation. They said, look, Mezaka, this is where Jesus said, give me 24. Jesus taught her a very important thing that we will worship the Lord. In, in spirit and in truth. It's one-on-one. God is a spirit. This is where Jesus revealed to the woman. One-on-one. It wasn't a public teaching. It wasn't a crowd. One person, your roommate, your flatmate, your friend, just one person. He says, God is a spirit. And they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. Sometimes people even give us opportunities to teach them. We shy away from it. Because if you go down a few verses, this woman asked a question. She said, they said we must go to Jerusalem to go and worship. And we are Samaritans. We don't go to Jerusalem. How can we go? So the question, go back, go back, please. 2021, 20, 22, that. It's like because of the question she asked. Do you see? And Jesus said, believe me. Next one. Uh-huh. Yeah, he says, believe me, the hour cometh when ye shall neither go to this mountain nor yet at Jerusalem. Worship the Father. You won't go. You won't have to go to Jerusalem to worship the Father because it's like some of us cannot go to Jerusalem. We can't go to the mountain. It's because of this thing. She said something in twenty. That Jesus said, "No, don't worry. A time is coming. You don't have to go far away. You you don't have to go far away." Then the explanation of it. Give us the next verse. Let's see what he says. Ye worship, ye know not what. So you worship what you don't know. We know what we worship for salvations of the Jews. This is Jesus talking. He said, you are, you, what you are saying, you don't even understand it. You have, you have just trapped yourself with things that you don't understand. Fortunately for you, I understand what you are, you, are, you are talking about. Some of you understand the thing, but you won't teach somebody who doesn't understand it. Bring light to somebody who doesn't understand it. 23. But the hour cometh, and now is. When true worshippers shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For the Father seeketh such to worship him. For God is a spirit. And they that worship him must worship him in spirit 
and in truth. This is where Jesus finished the, the lady cry. She said, hey, I'm going to bring everybody in the city. Everybody has to hear this, this thing you are saying because it's been worrying me for a long time. Nobody has attempted to explain this thing to me. But one-on-one, you have explained. We're just, I was just going to fetch water. You just needed water. It wasn't a church service. It wasn't a meeting. It wasn't after church. It was just a normal day when people are doing, going about their normal business. I'm waiting when I'm out of school. I'm waiting when I can be in church. I'm waiting when they call a meeting. No, this was just a normal day. Jesus was waiting to get food to eat. Normal day. Then this lady brought herself. Give her teaching. You are working with your friends from lectures. They have brought themselves. They have brought. Your friend comes to your room. She has brought herself. You don't need a special opportunity. After you have fasted for seven days, you are now, even you'll be so hungry, you can't even teach. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Protestant says, God is a spirit. When she heard the revelation, she said, My God, Baru Atta Adonai. I'm going to call everybody in the city to come and hear this revelation. Number seven, I'm almost done. Of course, there are more scriptures. Acts chapter 8. In Acts chapter, the Bible talks about Philip, that the angel carried Philip. Philip into and she saw a man of Ethiopia and she went to the chariot and she spoke to the guy. She uh, and, he, and he, the Holy Spirit go said go near him and speak to him. When he went, he saw him reading the Bible. Then he asked him, "Do you understand what you understand? Thou what thou, thou readest?" He says, "How can I understand when there's no man to explain to me?" Then Philip started to explain to him, and then he went on to baptize that guy. People need a lot of understanding. And if you are going to labor in the word of God, you must be ready to teach one person. Number seven, laboring in the word of God involves a lifestyle based on the word of God. I think this is the dividing line. It involves a lifestyle based on the word of God. If your lifestyle is based on the word of God, you always want to read the word of God. But if your lifestyle is not based on the word of God, you will even be running away from the word of God. You'll be running away. Acts chapter 1 verse 1. The former treatise of Trifilos of the things which Jesus Christ first began to do and to teach. 1-1, Acts 1-1. He started to do them. Then he started to teach them. But if your life, say to, if your life is not based on the word of God, you want to know what the word of God says. I mean, let's say if you work, you want to know what the rota is or the roster is because it determines when you go to work. If you're a student, you want to know what the timetable is because it determines when you go to school. But if you are not a student, why would you bother looking at a timetable? I mean, I've never looked at, you work at work, cocktail. I've never looked at your rota before because it doesn't change anything in my life. I have my own schedule. I work with it. So if your life is not based on the word, you don't have a lifestyle based on the word of God, you will not even be interested in what the word of God says about anything. You will not be interested. You will not. The former treatise have I made, O Theophilus, of all that Jesus began to do and teach. So all the things we see Jesus teaching, he was doing them. Then he was teaching them. Doing them and teaching them. And I'm saying that if your lifestyle is based on the word of God, it means anytime you are there, you are faced with a certain confusion. You want to know what the Bible says about it so that you can know what your next move is. Because without the opinion of the Bible, you don't know what to do next. You don't know what to do next. You need a Bible to show you in 500 kilometers, in 500 meters, turn right. Take the exit on the left. You are going somewhere. You don't know the direction. You are using the GPS. You will want to hear what it is saying or see what is on the screen. But if you are not using it to go where you are going, you, you don't you even bother. 
December. You just drive. Whatever it says, you don't care. But if you need it to show you where to go, you always be checking. You always check. Turn left. Even you have heard it just told you in 500 meters, turn left. You check again. Is it really left? That's why we read the scripture sometimes. We read it again. Is it really left? Is it five? Have I read there? You, you hear it. You believe it. You see it also to be sure. James chapter 1. I read this one and I get to the end. James chapter 1. Wherefore laying aside all naughtiness and superfluity of naughtiness and receive with meekness the pure and engrafted word of God. James 1.21. Wherefore, laying apart all filthiness and superfluity of naughtiness and receive with meekness the engrafted word of God, which is able to save your soul. 22. But be ye doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving your own self. The Bible says, let's be doers of the word. You will not go far in your search and quest of the word of God if you don't do it. If you don't obey it. If you don't, when you read, you don't obey. When you hear, you don't obey. If you are not going to obey what I've preached, it's a useless night I've just had. The only thing is that I've saved myself from judgment. That's the only thing. Save myself from judgment. Apart from that, it's been a useless evening for you. Be ye doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving your own selves. Oh, Bishop is not going to know anything. But it has, you don't see my name there, deceiving Bishop. Deceiving your own selves when you are not a doer, when you don't do what the Bible, you have read in the Bible, you are deceiving yourself. 23. For any man that heareth the word and doeth it not, and is not a doer. It's like a man beholding his natural face in a glass, which is looking at himself in a mirror. Next verse. For he beholdeth himself and goeth away, and straightway forgeteth what manner of man he was. At this point, let me say that sometimes when we read the King James, like, it's, 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 it's just poetic when we read the King James. It has more power. When we read the King James. But you must have NLT, New Living, different translations of the Bible, which helps you to understand what the Bible is saying. One reason why people don't read the Bible is because they don't understand it. Now, if you read the Bible, you don't understand the, what you are reading. It's not the Bible's fault. It's your fault. Because there are simpler Bibles. There are even Zulu Bibles that you can understand the Zulu. Why, what are you doing? What are you doing in, in, in King James Bible? There's new living translators, everyday English. There's, there's living translators, amplified. Different types of Bible that everybody can understand. It's just that when you are preaching and you read the King James, it has a poetic, Shakespearean feel. It comes with, it, the, the, even the words alone have some power. For the word of God is quick and powerful. Some power. That's why I don't read living translation. When I'm studying on my own, I read living translation because that's when I understand what is reading, what I'm reading. He says, For he beholdeth himself, goeth away, and straightway forgeteth what manner of man is. It means he forgets what he looks like. But whosoever looketh into the perfect law of liberty and continueth therein, which is, he does it. He's, and being not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work, this man shall be blessed in all his deeds. I see you being blessed. And number eight, laboring in the word, in, laboring in the word can never take place without prayer. It can never take place without prayer. Acts 6, 4, but we will give ourselves continually to prayer and to the ministering of the word. Stand to your feet. Let's share a word of prayer. You cannot go far in the word of God without prayer without praying. If you are somebody who doesn't pray, you won't go far in the word of God. 
you won't go far. Pastor MZ, you won't go far. You don't pray, you read the word, it will not have any power. You wake up at dawn to read the word, pray, pray. Wake up to have your quiet time, pray. Many of us who say we have our quiet time, our quiet time is ineffective because we don't pray. Today's modern day Christians, the quiet time comes as you just take your then you go. That's why it's ineffective. You won't take even five minutes to speak in tongues. Lord, speak to me as I read your word. Speak to me. Speak to me. Give me wisdom. Give me revelation. Open my eyes to see what you are telling. Then you start to read. That's when, when you read the word, you get a revelation from the word. But you read it so dry, you get nothing from it. High speed Christianity, that's what we have today. High speed, fast and furious Christians, that's what we have today. Vin Diesel, that's what we have. Pacenta leaders who are Vin Diesel. Fast and furious. Just want to finish and go away. So as you are taking, you won't even say, Look, let me pray. Lord, as I read your word, give me wisdom. Give me. I cast away every distraction. Anything that will confuse me as I read the word. In the name of Jesus. Oh Lord, help me. Thank you for wisdom, for revelation. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Then you take the thing, then you start to go through it slowly. You will be surprised what you will see in what you are reading. What you will see in what you are reading. You will see. May God open your eyes through prayer as you read the word of God that you will see many things. Father, thank you for everybody under the sound of my voice. Let wordlessness die in us today in the name of Jesus. Make us studious members of your word in the name of Jesus. Help us to overcome the devil. Help us to overcome the evil one in the name of Jesus. Raise us into shepherds who are armed to the teeth and trained in your word in the name of Jesus from today Lord let every dryness disappear receive rain wherever you are right now the help of the Holy Spirit into the word that the word you read will grow in you and bear fruit Bible says the seed is the word that as you take in the seed it will bring forth fruit 30 fold 100 fold and 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 more we thank you we bless you 60 fold oh god we thank you help us to retain it help us to understand what we read help us to retain what we read in the name of jesus we give you glory we give you praise in jesus mighty name and everybody said Say this prayer with me. Say, Dear Lord Jesus, I thank you for tonight. I come to you just as I am. Please, from today, I am born. Thank you for joining us. We believe you have been blessed by this life-transforming message by Bishop Daniel Harley. For more information, Contact us at 204 Peter Kirchhoff Street, Peter Maritzburg, or call 083-773-1605. God richly bless you.